Know Thyself is dedicated to the exploration of the most rewarding task an individual can ever embark on, the journey to find oneself. Our intention is to investigate the universal principles that have equipped our species to seek the treasure of all treasures, self-knowledge. With your host, Daniel Powinski and Eduardo Manteca, this is the Know Thyself Podcast. All right, I think audio levels are good to go, so let's do this. Let's go. Once again, good morning, man. Good morning. It's good to see you, dude. Um, I'm Eduardo. I'm here with Daniel. Ahoy. And welcome to the Know Thyself Podcast. Another week, and I'm very, very um, thrilled to be able to throw this, this 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 episode into everything that we've done. I think it's it's so important that we cover this topic that we will be covering today based on everything up until this point. And I know I say that often, but when Daniel approached me about the episode today, um, he said, you know, we have been sort of waiting to talk about the importance of this topic, but now that we've covered bloodlines and the um, significance of, of this of this biblical series and how it follows through um, the shift in humanity and then the um, the changes that humanity has gone through thus far, I think, um, as I mentioned, Daniel bringing up the subject of blood and bloodlines was going to be uh, a topic that we really wanted to take a, a, a closer look at. And so, um, you know, I did a lot of different uh, readings and different a, a lot of different research, but I had to pause a few times to sort of kind of put it all together and sort of really figure out what my thought process was going to be with this topic. And one of the 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 books that I was going off of from Faust, but the lecture from uh, Rudolf Steiner really sort of put a lot of things in perspective for me, at least, on where I wanted to go with understanding um, something I've always been curious about. And again, that is blood and the significance of blood and, you know, why it's seen as, as such a pure and valuable um, asset and how it was seen uh, as a valuable asset um, for many, many um, centuries. And so we'll get into that today. We'll, we'll sort of um, cover a lot in regards to this, this uh, understanding of blood, the esoteric meaning of blood. And so I'm excited, man. It's going to be a lot, but I, yeah. I can't wait, just like always. So let's get, let's get right into it. Yeah, no, great introduction there. Um, because it is, it's a very unique subject and we're going to see the symbolism arise in every, every direction we go in the ancient understanding and kind of this mystery school tradition. And this blood is really going to help really animate and help us understand really the, the deep level of the sorority, kind of that sisterhood sorority that's also right. ran in this, uh, this um, parallel timeline as the male mystery fraternities. Right. And so we're going to kind of start to uncover this because it is, it is a little bit more of a hidden secret, but that is the story of the sacred feminine, always, you know, hiding just beyond the veil. And so this is going to really kind of open up further conversations, but it really is, it's a, it's a unique topic. And one of the, one thing that I would kind of suggest for the listeners is to maybe go out, um, go back and listen to the episode, The Lost Key that we did on the generative force, because this is also what we're going to be kind of looking at today. But 
there's a deeply hidden mystery school principle, deeply in the esoteric and the occult, that the true significance of the heart is not something that gets unfolded early on in the adept stage. You know, we really look at this the aspect of our connection to consciousness through the brain. And that's how we have to initially understand it. Right. And that's how we want to operate in this five sense reality with this thought, emotion, and action. And so what we're going to kind of approach today is the heart is more than just the emotional body. Okay. It's this generative force that's really going to be working in that aspect when we Remember when we broke down the soul Mm -hmm. and we talked about how the soul doesn't just record energy, it also attracts events to it? Well, this is kind of that vibrational aspect that's going to be pulling. It's this generative force of this heart. And so what we really start to understand through this esoteric studying is, yes, the brain is that neocortex is where we rule from, but the deeper direction and the pattern we're unfolding is enclosed in the heart. And that's really where we're going to find our highest expression. And again, this is why this journey, we find ourselves in this evolution of consciousness is such an inward journey because we're tapping into the heart. It's not just seeing spirituality in the external. Remember, we no longer walk with gods. So now we have to find the gods within. And, And the key to that is going to be the heart. And what the heart is connected to is the blood. And so we're going to kind of talk about these these living electric waters that are always moving through us and the deep significance and the connection that they create with the blood's past generations, okay? And so it's going to be a really interesting topic to kind of explore, but when we talk about ancestral healing, when individuals have this connection to their ancestors and And there's this, you know, a lot of times this might be um, a lot of planets in like the fourth and the eighth and the twelfth houses. Um, But there's there's this connection we have, and that is this connection that really blossoms through this blood. And so we're we're going to talk about how this is this blood really works as a blueprint for your expression, and we really look to, you know, get that blueprint to blossom. Right. which is going to be this like really beautiful connection. Um, and so, you know, there's going to be so many different ways to look at this. And one thing that I just want to address right away is when you start doing research on the esoteric significance of blood, you are going to find um, aspects that are maybe some older ideas. Um, and there might be some ideas that you don't agree with. Again, you know, the, the Nazi empire, did a lot of research on the esoteric significance of blood. Yeah. And so what we want to look at there is not so much that we have to agree with their conclusions on how, you know, how you really activate your blood, but we can kind of understand through their research, okay? And so there's going to be certain occult subjects that you're going to kind of approach that remember you don't have to agree with everybody's conclusions. You know, we don't agree with some of these conclusions that you'll kind of find. Um but the research is still there and there's still a lot of deep information, um, but you don't have to agree with all the conclusions, but it's, it's a very interesting, interesting subject to kind of open up. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I mean, even when I was doing some research, it, it took me a minute to kind of find exactly what I thought I needed to look for. And so by default, I found things that I hadn't even considered. And right. one of the things with regards to, um, eugenics and, and such like just 
very dark stuff that right that uh kind of came up um you know was was easily found and so yeah you kind of have to go a little further than just you right. know googling you know blood esoteric esoteric yeah. you're gonna get some kind of crazy some not yeah. some crazy but just different perspectives but not but again there's deep information here yes you know um and so you know right off the bat maybe because I loved how this was explained through Rudolf Steiner's work, which right. we always recommend. It's such a great esoteric researcher. Um, and then a few other resources. But let's let's just kind of start with this approach and a conversation about the electricity that's in this blood. And, right. you know, I loved how it was brought up that the bones, the flesh, and the muscle, those are the negative poles of the body. That's what grounds us to earth. Mm-hmm. The blood is the positive fluid right. that's working through us. It's that positive energy. And its connection is what animates the body to have not only consciousness, but self-consciousness. And so starting to see the blood like that completely just changes your perspective right there. Now we're seeing this as the battery within us. And this is that positive current that does has to get to every aspect of the body. And it's this powerful source that carries that oxygen, right. which is that life force. And it's, and it's our life force. And what we're really going to approach today is the pattern that's in the blood that's looking for expression and how we kind of want to fully express that and how we go about finding out how to express that blood. Because, you know, you express your astrological aspects. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the aspect of environmental influence, your blood right? The, what you were born into, what your mold is, there's a connection there, right? Right, And there's a memory there. And that's going to be what's the most powerful because we wonder why is it that, you know, what is my connection to my family? Well, actually what we're going to find out today is it's, it's deeper than you probably ever expected. Right. You know, I think, you know, your blood is the mold and it's what we kind of blossom through. And I love the, that quote of, you know, you are your grandfather and your grandmother, but in a different permutation. Yeah. You know, it's the continuing of the story. Uh, but this is why spiritual work is so important because when you do spiritual evolution and you, you pull yourself through that alchemical process, you purify your blood. Exactly. So when your blood passes on, that ancestral trauma can be healed, but it's healed through the bloodline. Um, and again, that's, we, we talk about that, like, how do you heal this ancestral, you know, trauma? And it is one of those things that people kind of bat their eyes at, because like, oh, how can you fix a problem from 200 years ago? Well, now it makes sense. Right. If we start approaching this blood, maybe having a memory, now it makes sense that our spiritual work can actually purify not only ourselves, but the future generations. Did you kind of come across that as well? I did. I did. And, and more specifically, uh, people who knew this, um, there was this knowledge many generations before that you could change the trauma by, you know, going out of your way to mix your blood away from a pattern that you no longer think um, serves um, the, the next generation. Like that was something that I, I kind of looked up at that um, when I was doing my research, you would see that in say 800 years ago, you know, there was a pattern of, you know, maybe something that sort of lied with an evil and a mother would take 
um, herself out of the equation of breeding with a family that they no longer wanted to really breed with because of what, or not breed, but, you know, uh, to mix with because of the trauma you were talking about. Like, that's something that people wouldn't actually know how to do, or they could have been in royalty, but they're like, I'm just going to try to exit this way. And I think that that's something that sort of speaks to the knowledge we're talking about right now with healing the trauma. I believe that, that people back then already knew, like, I don't want this to continue. You know, it's only going to continue on with, um, a darker path that I don't want to be on. So, I, I, I do, I am curious on like when people started to sort of separate from bloodlines, you know, when people were like, no, I don't want to like continue this, this pattern. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and so, um, in this aspect that I think you're approaching here is this access of like healing your bloodline through kind of these external means of like connection right. with another. Um, and so what I think we were approaching in that last aspect is more, is more the aspect of the inner healing. So when your right. blood passes on, it it releases that trauma because your blood carries those aspects of, you know, if if maybe somebody was in military service and in combat. Exactly. You know, like even these recent things of the industrial revolution, mm-hmm. like that transition, that blood is in you. Your that blood that is made its way down the the family tree to you yep. experience that and there's a memory there there's a memory of world war one there's all of these aspects especially with how radical history has gotten in these last couple you know it's speeding up these big events are happening you know we're getting more deeply connected mm-hmm. and so we're really looking at the shielding of like psychological problems that are within the blood at exactly. that aspect you know and so we do we take it within um, but there's this whole, that's why we do a lot of this work. And that's what a lot of people's work is. But this is also the ability to connect and communicate with your ancestors, which is alive and more than some. And that's something that is a capacity that we have to understand that, you know, if, if that is something that speaks to you, that's very unique. And that's a, that's a language that you want to manifest in a connection because it's going to serve as a guide. Yeah. Um, and then if we don't have that innate connection and that capacity, it's something we can grow by by learning about what, where did our blood come from? Right. What's our connection to our homeland? Exactly. You know, this is all going to be really important because we're seeing this blend of identities, which is really beautiful. It's kind of about the age of Aquarius. But what we want to do is we want to bring these great aspects of our cultures together for this larger Aquarian culture, which hope and help in the future, where we bring all the gold from all of our cultures and put it together and take the entire society through an alchemical process. Exactly. You know, and so I also think that when you approach some of this information, there's a lot of people who are very um, strongly opinionated about keeping within your own kind of your blood kind of thing in like the ethnic class almost, right? Oh yeah, we'll talk it, about the, it, the royal blood. and Well, yeah. in the race, right? But what I think, and again, this is not just one group, you know, all, every group, spiritual group, ethnic group, there's a lot of individuals that feel it's important to stay within, right? And that's that's completely whatever they want to perceive. But I, I feel like with this age of Aquarius, what we're kind of approaching and to kind of counter some of these ideas of like, oh, you have to stay, is is we kind of had to spread out because of this Tower of Babel, all have our own languages and our own cultures. But now everything's coming back together. 
right? And we see this even with what they're putting into place to kind of, this this universal language is coming back. The This universal language of symbolism, of the esoteric, of a deeper understanding of this, not so much this me in here, but this us in here kind of connection that Aquarius is opening up. And these, like what we would call these, these social engineers understand this. They understand that we're coming back together. And that's why they're kind of even trying to dumb down this universal language that we're actually about to develop. And this is why, and I know I use them, but like, this is emojis. It's replacing this universal language. And we think this is like this connection that like, oh, like I know exactly, I, even though I don't can't read that language, right. I know what I know the emotion this person, yeah. but it's actually very limited and it's very dumbling. And it's actually, it's actually creating babble, yeah. you know, but in the worst kind of sense. Um, and so I really feel like this, this aspect of um, this understanding our cultures and understanding our blood is going to be really important because we're going to take all those, the gold from all those areas and bring it kind of forward in this more deeper connection, what what the universe is kind of inspiring, which would be more of a, not so many landlocked cultures, but not so much a blending of just becoming one, like still an independent celebration, but more of instead of a melting pot, like a salad bowl, where all those cultures are all beautifully playing. Um, but the expression and the understanding of this, because this is what your blood is. Right. So you know, this is, this is important to kind of, to get that connection, you know? Um, and so, yeah, it's a, it's a fascinating topic and just the aspect of its memory. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's the most fascinating thing that I, um, have encountered through all of the research that we've done is that, and that's what I was saying. Like, I didn't even want to get ahead of myself with generations previous to where we are now, but I think that a conversation you can have with people about this might take some time for them to understand what you mean by the memory and the energy um, that is carried by the blood. I mean, you know, although the blood is always, you know, regenerating, it's still there. And I think that when we talk about certain, uh, and this is what I like a lot about when we do esoteric um, and uh, occult research is that the words we've used to dumb down a lot of things always end up sort of confusing us um, along the way of what we're trying to express. And so expressing um, something like, um, you know, this person's, um, I'm trying to think of the, of the right word, like something that's sort of dumbed down is like, if I were to talk to this individual and feel that they're um, vibe. Okay. I'll just use that word to dumb it down. Or my instincts tell me that their personality is such, where does that come from? Right. So we, we, we know that, uh, again, we've given a lot of these words to sort of, um, either connect or disconnect from, from individuals, but this is where it's really a lot more deeper as far as like what, what this really means as far as blood and the memory that's in it is that that may be the driving force of why you make decisions on who you decide to take in into your life, what kind of risks you you take with that person, what kind of generations have come before you that are kind of sort of hinting at why you should or should not be um, approaching uh, a subject with a certain person or not. And I, I think that we've kind of like really lost that guiding force based on you know, what we've been told of like, you know, trust thy neighbor and make sure that everybody who is, uh, 
you know, you're interacting with isn't really necessarily a threat where generations before that, it's like, no, like what we've worked at really hard to sort of pass down through our bloodline needs to stay pure. And therefore those who haven't advanced spiritually inside shouldn't really be mixing with this class over here that has done so much work to ascend to another level. But right now where we're all at, you can see this with your own conversation with people is that even just people who listen to this podcast is that we're all kind of so much closer to of having this universal understanding to where before it was not like that. And in it might've been that way, but it's something you just didn't do. It didn't approach. It could have a lot of uh, consequence if you even tried to sort of make this blend happen. And so now that we're here, it's fascinating that we can even have this conversation. I mean, just this conversation itself, the podcast is a testament to the ability that, or not the ability, the, um, rather the, uh, the notion that we're all sort of a lot more, uh, interconnected than we than we have ever needed to know you know i think like or have been told so um yeah what's what's super interesting back to the word instinct is that i I always try to break these words down in my mind because again they've they've sort of taken over um a way of kind of blocking you from taking a deeper uh like a, a deeper dive into what that means you know it's like why do i instinctively feel that i can't or why do I instinctively feel that this person is, and where does that come from, and how is the blood, you know, sort of involved in that? What, what's inside of you that's telling you, like, okay, this is what's going on here? Um, which I always thought, you know, was fascinating with, you know, the genocide of, of, you know, multiple um, uh, differences in countries. You know, like when when one country would take over another and sort of try to eradicate an entire race. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, where, where the heck is that? Like, where is that coming from? With such vigor and such like intensity and like why is it that it needs to be eradicated and what's going on with that mm-hmm. and so i'd always take these these sort of uh, i don't know what you want to call it like these like crazy right turn paths of just like researching that and trying to figure out what was the driving force behind that but this is kind of where we can sort of open that up with bloodlines you know right right and yeah and you know this blood is this it's it's this life force and it's the carrier of life through the body and it's this this divine energy and you know this this blood is a combination of fire and air from right. paracelsus right and you really spoke about this in this in this aspect of the spirit in this the spirit working through us in the fires of life and it's the blending of those two and so what the blood works because it's this positive conductor is it connects the the higher chakras to the astral and beyond right yeah. this is our this is that energy exactly exactly and it's all coming it's all coming from from this blood and so again one thing the blood is is coming from the heart and the heart is the one that is pushing it in and pulling it out it's it's the waters of life right Right. it's kind of the current and we're really going to see that this is our true currency which is our heart and that current that it grates with that vibration that radiates from the the beating of it right and so that's what we're going to be looking at and again the brain really serves as a proxy of the real truest spiritual flame and dwelling in the innermost aspects of the heart. Okay, so right. again, this is a really deep esoteric understanding that it's as I think, so I feel, so I act, but we're following our heart's desire. Okay, and so we're thinking, feeling, and acting, but that thinking is guided by the heart. And that's 
that's really one of these later aspects because you develop the consciousness. You get that thought, emotion, action. You know, you, you break those blocks and then you go deep into your heart and you feel your heart's innermost desire. And then you work in alignment with your heart because your heart is the spiritual flame of God. So if you want to walk with God like the ancients did, you go into your heart. Right. And that's where this manifestation happens. And that's what I meant by dumbing down instincts. That's what I'm saying. The word instinct has sort of taken over an understanding that is deeper that you're talking about. That's what I was really alluding yeah. to before that, is that we use a word to go like, well, where am I going to go and put my energy towards? And like my instincts say, and I'm not saying that the word instinct by any means is an incorrect term. I'm more saying that we've kind of lost the way to express why the heart is guiding us, you know? And and when you do tell someone, sometimes even people can dismiss it when people are like, no, but this is a path for you. Like right. look how successful in an external world you're being right now, or look how you're approaching life right now. It's working out for you. You're like, yeah, but my heart tells me, you know, you hear people say that my heart tells me, and it's an interesting, again, the way it's dismissed, it's, it's an interesting process to, to sort of put that into words. Cause people are like, yeah, but like, does the heart really know what it wants or like, do you really, do you really just follow everything you do by your heart? You know what I mean? Or people say, you know, go with your gut. When we've talked about that before with the idea of the gut biome and so forth. And, but all of that is a cellular, um, involvement that is so much more, uh, connected to source that's above us and, um, and beyond this, this, this realm. And so it's important to really go with that. And, and go within, you know, we always talk about the going within, you know, but again, yeah. it's, it's a tricky thing in our modern society at times to tell someone that because they will dismiss it. And not, not saying that everyone will dismiss it. I'm just saying I've been in conversations or how do people go, this is what's happening to me now, but this is what my heart tells me. And people are like, oh, okay, well, you know, and sometimes of course it's always the female who's like, you should go with what your heart says. That's exactly what my own mother would say. She would never say, well, is it, it's always about what what does your heart say? And then you're like, well, yeah, let me let me go inside and mm-hmm. kind of figure that out. You know what I mean? Um, I don't remember my father ever saying like, you know, go with what, what the heart says. And so again, in the language that we have, we've we've have to kind of gain uh back what we were just talking about, uh having that same common language and not through emojis, um, but having that common language to understanding what that really means. Why are you going within? You know, right. what is the heart really telling you? Yeah. No, man, I love what you were saying there because you're right, that cellular awareness, you know, aware of the body as a barometer for the spiritual homeostasis, right? Yeah. And really reading the body and and starting to see that there's deep, deep signs. Well, the little yeah. world inside of us is the world outside of us. Ex- perfect. You know what I mean? Um, so you have to have that connection, you know, from within to also be able to, you know, have that same expression on the outer right. side, you know, um, no, yourself. And, yeah, awesome, man. Bring it up as above, so below. Exactly. Because that totally, because the blood is that microcosmic yes. blueprint of the universe. Yes. And this is your universe unfolding and it's within you and the universe is going through you and it, it, it spirits you, it puts you, it creates animation of your life. And it's through this pushing of this blood because that's literally the universal plans in the microcosmic making its way through, you know? And then we see how this is connected to the deeper realm and, you know, we are the blood of the earth yes. and we carry the blood. Um, and again, like um, it was brought up in that that video from that individual, the soft spoken sh- shaman, and he talks about the anagram, right? Earth, 
and heart and how it's an anagram. So they, they go and they flit and it spells each other. And that's exactly what we're seeing. So again, we're, we're starting to see these scales. We're starting to see these levels. Um, and so this, this blood is the life force that's carried, the spiritual life force that's animating us. We are the spiritual life force that's animating the earth. Right. Okay? And so we're starting to see these connections as above, so below, you know, and we talked about this with, you know, the Tower of Babel, how all ancient, you know, monuments, structures were either based off of universal measurements or the measurements of man because they were the same, just in different ratios, exactly. right? But as above, so below. Um, and so again, we're really starting to kind of scratch the surface of what's in this this vital liquid force. And again, it's very much ruled by the, um, it, its home is in the heart, right? Right. Um, from the heart of life. And this really is going to represent the tide of life, okay? And so also we need to be aware of our blood's connection with the moon. And we tap into the aspect of cycles. Think about what happens when an, a, a female goes through her moon cycle. What does it consist of? Blood. Like this is the connection here. Right. There's a deep, deep connection of this blood um, and what it represents and what it carries and and just how important it is um, because it it has part of your blueprint and it's only going to express with connecting to those higher chakras. But this is the connection to the higher chakras, the bones, the flesh, everything gets us just in the body. But this is that connection to the higher realm. This is our connection to the universal. Exactly. Right? Yeah, no, I love what you're saying, man. And again, um, it's so early in the morning, so my thoughts are still unfolding. So, um, you know, just bear with me as I try to kind of formulate exactly what I want to say as you're saying it. But everything you're saying is so beautifully said as far as um, the explanation of as above, so below, and the macrocosm with the microcosm. We've been talking about this for the whole two seasons on how everything really is connected, but you can really see the evidence of that through the expression of humanity um, with this this understanding of what's affecting us within is also affecting us in, in the outer world. And I mean, even just the, um, even just like the analogies that are presented in, in some of these, these lectures kind of paint a beautiful picture about that. And they even do talk about what I'm saying in regards to uh, instincts that animals have as far as like who they decide to, mm -hmm. Um, to carry that information along with as far as their same breed uh, is an interesting uh, concept in itself, which is, again, very, uh, uh, what do you want to say? Um, not controversial, but it's like, you know, we're not comparing ourselves just to, you know, a fox mates with a fox, you know, as like, you know, a human of a certain culture you know, only mates with a human of that same culture, we've, we've gone far beyond that, uh, as, as, a, as people of earth, but nonetheless, um, it's still all connected. You yeah. Know? And I think it had to go through its process, man. Like we right. had to have this separation where the cultures were really closed off from each other and they had to develop and they had to blossom. And we had to get these aspects in this uniqueness because we do, we need to start looking at this whole human culture mm -hmm. because every culture has a deep lesson that is going to do a better job of you completing yourself. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know I've spoken it before, but like, when you think about family, like, use the Latin American model. Like, they're so dedicated to family. Right. You know, they've expressed it so well. When it, when I think about like, what kind of energy do, do you take from America? 
innovation. You know, right. they've, they've done something. They don't have to invent something, but they, at least in the past, they were better at kind of coming up with doing an idea simpler or making it, you know, easier for production, which right. was important to the evolution of consciousness. And so all these cultures have brought something unique and we could go one by one. You know, we could talk about the beauty that um, came from Africa. We could talk about the the beauty that came from the native populations of all lands. Right? Right. We could talk about all of that. But that's the thing that needs to start being included in us. And we need to start making a more holistic picture of what this human race is. And and so it's not like we're washing away our cultures because we're very no. much going to bring it back with us. But I, I feel like personally, because I know that there's, you know, some occult circles that are very against this. And again, it's all racist. Like they all, there's everybody represents ability that, that kind of, have this perspective that you shouldn't have this mixture. But again, I think it's about the age of Aquarius. It's about where the evolution of consciousness is going, because again, we are connected through this internet. You know, our borders, we're so close. Like we have best friends from this podcast now in New Zealand. Right. Right. And you know who you are, you know? Um, And we, we, so that border's not getting there anymore. And so now we're left with this approach of like, what do we do? We can become this one race of emoji blabbering, you know, evolve to just these like fat things with thumbs with the VR headsets. Right. That is a possibility, but they can't be the only possibility. What's the other one? Well, the other one is a complete understanding of the entire ancestral realm of the human experience. Yep. And what you would carry with you is the knowledge of all the human experience because you're starting connecting to the collective. Exactly. And we're really starting to wear something up. But again, why we're... So what we're seeing with these these now with these, like I guess, like the the aspect that cultures are mixing this blood, what we really want to do is understand where ours came from. So we can make a connection with that because we want to. Why? What's that? And also why? Why you know? And that and that's because it's it's part of our permutation. It's part of our blueprint, right? And it gives you an understanding of who you are, right? Um, and the beautiful blend that it is, you know, because like I'm not Daniel Vitellano. I'm not 100 percent Italian. I don't have older brothers. Like I'm not as confident. You know what I mean? I've not gotten in a lot of like. I don't have that which could be really attractive force to a lot of people, but I don't have that animating Italian energy, right? Well, it also comes from my mother. It's like more internal, but I don't have this emanating masculine Italian energy, but you know, even if we went out for eight hours and everybody is just, you know, a full of shenanigans and having fun, I've got no problem making breakfast and I'll make breakfast for everybody. And I won't even sit I'll just like, you know, keep filling people's breakfast. And just like an Italian mother, I'll just like eat a couple of bites in the kitchen really quick, like when I'm cleaning. That comes out of me. Right. You know what I mean? And and also like the, um, I could probably be naggy too. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like it's, a, I get both aspects, but like. You're really good to gossip with, man. And but instead of you being a gossiper, like maybe someone who is an external expression of that Italian blood, you have the internal ability to sit and listen and to let someone vent. And I can tell you that from experience, but I love your analogy about making breakfast because you you carry that in you. Yeah. Yeah. And I know I have more of a, my external aspect is more of my Eastern European and it's, it's that Polish that kind of comes out. And I, and I understand that and I connect with that, but I understand that that's part of the fermentation of my blood. Right. right? And so, so what were you going to say? 
Oh no, nothing. I don't. I, again, I, I, now that my my thoughts sort of unfold more and more, you know, this is what I would have these conversations with my own mother about. Even when you're talking about being able to have these deeper connections with your mother, um, again, it's almost like the blood, the aspect of the blood that you're more familiar with relating with, because that's where these deep conversations happen, and that's why you learn about your past, because this is actually going to help you have a deeper conversation with your children. Absolutely. And so like, it's this aspect of if we can actually study and look into our past and really understand this, this evolution that's working through the bloodlines and that this, there's this evolution that's happening. You can tap into that source energy, that comfort and that realness. And so you can actually really start connecting to your children on a much more molding and formative way where you can have direct conversations because this is something that through the alchemical counseling I found, you know, a lot of people can't have really deep conversations with their family and why a lot of this happened and what happened to this, this universal language that was kind of kept within those, those families is an understanding of their past. And so, you know, it, it lacks that, that understanding, but Again, this is all part of the evolution of consciousness when we moved from marriages being a blood seal between two families for more financial, political, and religious reasons, moving to this aspect of love, which really kind of was in this was in this process um, right in the age of Pisces when we moved from marrying for power and position, and now you are marrying for love, and it was out of choice, it was out of a free will decision that was afforded to us through the evolution of consciousness, and so. Right making that manifest as part of this this process that we that we find ourselves in now. And so there is there's this really, really deep connection with understanding our blood. And you know, just when we even look at it, we have to understand that this is this is internally on us. It's not about, again, um, like you don't want to you don't fix your blood from the external to make it really express because that's what I'm trying to say. You know, right. And so we we think about it. So in the Bible, it talks about, you know, a blood curse is seven generations long. Well, where have we seen that number before? We right. know what number that is. This isn't seven yeah. physical generations. You have to take yourself through the alchemical process. Mm-hmm. This is, you have to purify your blood and make sure that it's expressing itself to its fullest extent. And if we're in a culture that we're very aware of, then this is something that has helped us express ourselves. And we've probably found expression through that and been able to connect with other cultures because we know our own. And this is if something we don't, well, this is this is going to be part of our spiritual process that we want to look into um, because it's, it's really important. And you want to really unfold that blueprint. This is what a blue blood is. It's an individual that understands that the blood is a blueprint and they need to unfold it. And they have certain capacities um, that are present within them that are unique to their blood. And it's something that's unique to their family and unique to their family line. You know, because even a father that's not so emotionally there can still have a very deep connection to their son. It doesn't have to be like an emotional connection, but that son maybe relates and expresses that father's blood and understanding. And so even though it's not an emotional connection, they can have a a deep mental connection. Right, right. right. Yeah, and that's, I mean, again, it's not what I was saying with within my own experience of my father and my mother. I actually think that their blend was was a very good blend. But what I mean is, you know, when I went to looking for my partner that I wanted to have for the rest of my life, I wanted to do it with my eyes closed. 
And that's, that's because I want to not see the external for what it is and mate with that, um, that I, I think, uh, might be a good match for me, but more so internally. And so the conversations I've ever had with my wife, I would tell her that I said, I only see you as a light. I said, if we were to meet somewhere far beyond this realm, I would still find you not based on your look or your, you know, your gender, but based on the light that beams from inside of you. And she said, I feel the same way about you. So the conversations we were having were in hopes of this blueprint you're talking about, where we both kind of realized if we were to have children, you know, do we both carry the same message and the same pictures of the external world that have now reflected in the internal world for us to carry on the next generation? And Mm -hmm. so I just feel like, um, yeah, that's what it kind of meant with other generations before us. You know, sometimes it's like, oh, he's so tall or she's so pretty. Mm -hmm. And then it's eventually there's this understanding of like, oh, but I now that I'm feeling the need to go deeper and within this other person's not joining me on this right now quite Mm -hmm. yet. And you're like, why, what happened there? And it's like, Oh, well the superficiality of what got you together is what's sort of hindering the next chapter in your life. Um, and some people, some people just evolve together as, as, uh, you know, two young people who come together and then eventually they they end up having uh, a, a deeper understanding of the world along the, the journey that they have, um, uh, as a couple, but I feel like, again, these decisions we make, um, you know, uh, or have made before have a lot of different reasons for it, you know? And I think you kind of see that with, with other, um, families that come together. You're like, Oh, you know, something much deeper. And, and that's why I've chosen you. I mean, you even see that on our first date. Now people, um, may not bring up religion. Like I'm a Catholic. Are you a Catholic? you'll find very, very basic things that they're trying to say. It's like, well, I want family. Family means a lot to me. The person's like, me too. And before you know it, there's just an immediate, you know, uh, uh, ability to get a little closer. And then before you know it, when people and friends ask each other, well, what do you think of her? What do you think of him? Or what do you think of they, uh, the, the way, the way they were interacting with you, they're talking about these internal aspects that we're talking about right here. You know, they might not have the, the, the specific, uh, word and definition for it, but that's exactly what they're looking for. They're still using that, um, that internal, uh, radar to sort of kind of navigate what they want out of their relationship. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, uh, man. But go ahead. I mean, I, I don't want to keep going on with this one. I, I want to wait until we, we get more into, um, these, these experiences that individuals have. Yeah. And, you know, again, I think just the aspect of really, you know, seeing the body, imagining the body as a tree, which we, which we've already kind of spoken about the tree of life. And this blood is really the watering of these branches and just this connection that this blood and, you know, we, there's, there's kind of confusion on the etymology of where blood comes from, but in a lot of esoteric circles, it's blossom. Um, And this is what really kind of blossoms those aspects of, our bloodline that's really beautiful and these can be really positive aspects and if there's not that just is the inversion of energy that we have to take on um and so when we're thinking about this blood and this is something that should be really a focus of ours because it is this positive connection it's the connection from the physical to the spiritual and so what can we do to make sure that this life force is as nutritious and as healthy as possible and nutrition is going to be obviously something we want to right. look at. Um, again, this might be why 
you know, I personally really like looking at the nutrition of like my blood type. That's something that has been afforded a lot of progress and understanding for myself. Um, again, I think diet and nutrition is one of the most independent things we all need to look at. And I think everybody needs to have their own definition of what nutritionally works for them. Right. But you're going to feel it in your blood. And this is what you're nourishing because this is what's going to unfold your DNA. Okay, this is, you know, it, that, that myth that you only use 15% of your brain, that's not true. You're only conscious of 15% of your brain, but your right. brain's working. The, the myth really should be applied to your DNA because you only expressed a very little portion of your DNA. And as we're seeing this evolution of consciousness, what it's doing is we're unfolding more aspects of our DNA to become more completely human. And you're going to unfold those aspects by healthy oxygenated blood right and so taking that spirit and then letting that carrier of the spirit which is the fire that is also the fire of life push it through our body fan it in and out just like the tide um wax in it wanes us because the moon's got a very deep connection to the heart um and it's it's our connection to the feminine and it's our connection to that sacred feminine and so you know really just approaching this idea as this blood blossoming the dna and carrying that life force and so again we spoke about deep breathing from deep in the diaphragm not up in the upper body but very very deep and this is going to be something that we're looking to really concentrate on because this is going to be the most nutritious thing to oxygenate that blood and to put more of that prana in there which is so important and we see there's so many good breathing coaches on um Online And even if you just go to the Know Thyself followers and just type in breath, there's so many amazing breath coaches that are in our community that you can connect with that have programs. Um, looking into this because this blood plays such a bigger unfoldment of your life than you know. Okay. And it's, and it's lost its significance, but this is again, why when you have to sign your soul to the devil, he wants it in blood because if right. they have your blood, they're in control. Um, and they're in control of your emanation. They're in control of what you form. And so this is the force. And then our actions take it in the form, but it's done through the blood, the blood of life. Mm -hmm. This is the this is the true currency that runs through us. Exactly. Exactly. And again, um, when talking about romantic, I mean, I'm not really necessarily talking about romantic relationships. I know that I sort of mentioned my own experience, but I, I do I do and always have been uh a very, um, how do I say this? Just a believer in like exactly what you want out of the partner that you are going to create a life with, um, to have that understanding that you're talking about. You know what I mean? If you're, if yeah. you're going to really understand your, your nutritional value, how to breathe. I mean, people, you know, if you talk to two people who are very high strung and have never really taken a deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth or in through the nose and out through the nose where their diaphragm has expanded that way, where their belly pushes out the air and the lungs really take in all the oxygen they can, you have very short breaths, which then cellularly speaking creates a very stressed environment, which then could be carried on into the next generation because mm -hmm. both individuals in that relationship who create that child um, might only know that only way of lacking oxygen to the brain. Therefore, the child is already born into an idea of rapid breaths that are short bursted that have um, uh, an innate way of, of hindering their, 
uh, process to have time to really take in what this life that is given to us on the physical realm really means because instead they're looking at it from a pace just like the heart is pacing of rapid decision making that doesn't have a deeper meaning on the uh, on the in, the in the depths of life so instead it's like a very superficial quick Huffy and puffy. Health, yep. And just like a rat, it's like it's part of that rat race, you know, it's just Mm -hmm. like pa, 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 pa. And so it's important to sort of take that, that time to, to really not only, um, get to know yourself, um, to a, in a deeper meaning, but the, the people that you surround yourself with should also help you to have that, um, that deep rooted understanding of why it is that you should have this pace and not this other pace. And so, um, yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, no, absolutely, how we found man. friends, how we find family, how we connect with individuals, um, is it really goes all the way back to, to this bloodline. It, it plays a big role, you know, it, it's, it's a formative aspect. Now it's, it's, we know that there's not just one definite thing. You know, I speak about this yeah. when we're talking about natal charts, this, this very much has that environmental factor. Um, but again, what really comes down to is always in this universe, it all comes down to your free will decisions. Right. Um, and we do, we have an ability at this time to really express that form in our own free will perspective. And we are, we've been awarded through the evolution of consciousness to marry for love. And that's what we're looking for when we're, when in this aspect, when you think about how do I be- build more beautiful blood? Well, we're transcending the aspect of it just being about a physical thing of like, oh, this, you know, they look like me, but it's more of like, what, what powers this? What is, what is their life force that's going through their body? And that's what we're really looking for in this connection. It's what is their life force? And that's what I want to pass on. That's what I want to give the next generation is this connection between two perfectly aligned life forces. Right. Because that's going to be what creates the blood of the future. And so let's not, you know, we're going to see stuff about this aspect where it really wants to isolate, but you got to watch what the nature of humanity is doing right now. It's coming together. And I think there's something very powerful here. Um, And so if we can move to that realm beyond just falling in love at first sight over attraction or material gains or what that person does, um, their prestige, what that does to you. And if we really look at the soul and look at the connection between the individuals, we will create the most perfect of the blood for the future generations because it's based in, love truth and grace and that's the that is the the reins that we want to water on the land you agreed know? Yep. right blood is a very special fluid blood's a special fluid yeah man um alpha omega fos reference right there yeah huh? nice man um but yeah i mean i, I think everything you you're saying is is exactly what i'm getting so excited for is that you know the the way we we choose that that partner is, is is very important, but also to to know that where this is all going to and what the ultimate goal is is to have that deeper understanding that it's all as above, so below the macro and the micro, and the mimicking of what's going on inside in a small way is the same world that's on the outside, and I think that's that's something that you need to find within your community. And you're starting to find it. I mean, we have a beautiful community just through this podcast. And many of these individuals I've never met uh, face-to-face, but I feel them in my heart, mm-hmm. you know? And and so that's that says a lot, you know, um, whether you want to believe it or not. Um, 
does not bother me, you know, because I, I, it's something felt, you know, by the heart. So, you know, it's, it's important to not just disregard that. Almost definitely. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to continue adding? Well, I mean, we could talk about this forever. Um, but you know, I think we, this is exactly what we're looking at. This is going to be something that's in symbolism. So it's going to come up, um, a light. I mean, we didn't even talk about the spilling of the Christ, the blood of Christ, which will probably just be its whole new episode, but it'll be great because we won't, we'll kind of jump right in and you'll know exactly because we'll have this common understanding and this common language of what we're working through. And what bloodshed um, really is. And what bloodshed is and why, you know, why is that sacrifice? What the power, the esoteric occult power, we didn't really, we talked about the esoteric significance, but we really didn't talk about the occult significance. And again, this is, this is a huge part in their, um, their rituals, um, especially when we get more to that darker side of the, uh, those occult, those are the occultist. Um, and so, um, shame, shame, shame on them, but, um, we know what this energy is. Right. Um, and so we know that this is a very, very special fluid, um, that connects you to the spirit world. This yeah. is your gateway to the spirit world. And this is your gateway to the higher chakras and also to your past of who you are. Um, and so uncovering this and changing our relationship with our blood mm-hmm. is what we can do. Cause we can't change our blood, but we can change our relationship to our blood and also, when we understand that more and just how we're this beautiful um, coming together, we'll, we'll get a better understanding of what makes up other people's beauty combinations. Right. And we'll get a better understanding of that. And we're holistically um, hopefully getting a little bit better of a situation um, than the current zeitgeist. Yes. You know? And so, um, yeah, my man. You got anything else? No, I think I spilled it all out. I mean, <laughs> again, this is just something that's really... Um, for those who are listening, I just don't know how else to put it in other than the example I use of my mother and father, but it's just something that we, I think always need to be considering of, of, you know, are we all evolving together? And, and the answer is yes. And you can see that within the conversations we have in our communities and some are faster than others and some are, or sorry, quicker than others to have this understanding of what's going on from within. But, you know, it's important to continue, um, you know, being guided by the heart and, and absolutely, and it's something that um, I think we we don't really have a, a choice in it anymore. We must, right. you know, continue that uh, for the conscious uh, evolution of of mankind. And I think we're getting there. You know, the more we we advance, the more you kind of see that, and the more you know, social engineers try to dim that uh, knowledge with fear because the fear is what probably makes the heart um, just sort of kind of pause and not necessarily let uh itself be the guiding uh motivator of of what we we should be doing in in this external life um right so oh you know what actually go ahead um if everybody i i kind of have a shenanigan i'm like flying to a spot to get a passport i have like a 30 minute window and then i'm flying from that spot and i'm flying to another spot and then i'm like crossing the border into Mexico and then I'm flying to Mexico. So if everybody could just maybe hold a really positive idea, I'm really just concerned about the past, not concerned, got no concerns, right? There ain't no worries on me. But if everybody could just really just envision the nicest passport person in the world, because the government usually doesn't really, isn't too fond of a spiritual anarchist. And especially I need to get this passport and I have a 30 minute window. So if we could kind of have like, maybe like a Mr. Rogers archetype or um, Mary Poppins, you know, that might actually like, let me 
just fly on her umbrella down to Costa Rica because um, I'm going to be going to be checking something out there. Going to get there long term. Um, so I know I want to connect with everybody, but I'm only going to be down there for like a week and a half. But I will announce because um, I'm going to be staying in the hostel. So if you in the area, let's definitely get a coconut and eat a banana together. Um, but um, I don't even know if they have coconuts in Costa Rica. I've never been there. Um, but if we could just hold a good view of what that passport office looks like, yeah. you know, and maybe even if they have like my favorite flavor of Jolly Rancher, like whatever it is, you know, but like, let's just make that, um, if you guys could, wouldn't mind holding that really positive energy for me, um, I will, um, yeah. And then I will still be connecting out there and we're going to have a, our first distance podcast. We're going to we try to be do having it. Our, our podcast from abroad and, uh, no, I can't wait, man. I mean, people I know, that are in great support of you um, are all doing that as well, you know, making sure that you get, you know, safe. I love it. And I, I love you, it. I it's you, just the path. That's it. This path, man. Just that just, passport. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm worried about, but she's, they're going to be great. They're, we're going to be best friends. They're coming to my birthday. And so, um, well, cool, man. Um, I mean, always a huge thank you to patron. Um, everybody who's sharing reviews are um, amazing for us. It pushes, pushes us up. Everybody who shares with their friends and their family, it just, it means the world to Eduardo and I. And like always, it's an honor to be on this journey with each and every one of you. Yes. Always thank you so much. Uh, much appreciation from the bottom of our hearts. Until next time. Until next time.